As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. The C.S. Lewis Podcast with Alistair McGrath. Merry Christmas and thank you for joining us on the show that brings you the thought and theology of C.S. Lewis. Today's episode is a special show all about a Christmassy Narnia trail. But before we walk through the wardrobe, just a quick reminder to head over to our website, premierunbelievable.com, to find more shows, articles and resources. And if you register or sign up for our newsletter there, you can get yourself a free ebook. I also want to remind you about our brand new online apologetics course, Science, Faith and the Evidence for God with John Lennox. It includes nearly four hours of video material with John Lennox, Emeritus Professor of Mathematics and Philosophy of Science at Oxford University. The course is led by Justin Briley of Premier Unbelievable and it includes questions and assignments to help ground your learning. To celebrate the launch of this course, we're extending a 30% discount until the new year. The offer ends on Wednesday the 4th of January, so enrol now at premierunbelievable.com slash Lennox and learn how to make sense of science, faith and the evidence for God. But now for today's show. As today is Boxing Day and I for one am still in a very Christmassy mood having eaten far too many mince pies, I thought I'd treat you to a special episode all about a Christmas Narnia trail in Gateshead. Earlier this month, a local church in Lowfell in the northeast of England put on a special event based on C.S. Lewis's classic The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. They invited children and their families to find hidden clues around the area which eventually led them to the church hall for craft activities and festive refreshments. Premier Christian Radio's regional producer Ian Britton took part in the event and spoke to a young girl called Lydia. My name is Lydia Esther Scott and today I've been at, at church we've been doing a Narnia trail and um, I, I really like the Narnia trail because like it's really fun because you go around look at figure out the addresses and then look at the windows and try and figure out the code and everything so it's really fun. And are you a fan of C.S. Lewis? Have you read any of the books? Uh, I've read lots of the books, but I really love them. He's like one of my favourite authors. So given that you've read them all, what's your favourite one? Um, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, definitely. Because it's like about witches and it's just so much fun. And apart from reading the book, have you seen any television programmes? And is it the book that you've read more than once? I think I've seen the movie more than the book, but I, I think I uh, like both really good. But I think the book gives more description, and then the movie just is like the same, basically, but it doesn't give it more detail as the book does. That was Ian Britton chatting to Lydia. He also caught up with Tom, the man behind the event. My name's Tom. Uh, we're from uh, Hope Community Church, Low Fell in, in Gateshead. 
uh, and we wanted to, to do an event where we could invite our friends to in the community that would be Christmassy and we could uh, share some of our, our, our hope in, in Jesus Christ. Uh, and so we, well, I was looking at, um, there's a lady called Nate Dawson, she's a, I guess a bit of a kind of community evangelist down in Southampton and she ran a, uh, a Narnia trail down in Southampton. So I basically pinched the idea off Nay. so thank you Nay. She's got a great website, so check it out. Um, and so what we've done is we've put some pictures of the Narnia story, the line which we wore in, in church members' windows, and um, the, the kids have to go around the neighbourhoods, ticking off the little the windows, and in each window there's a mystery word which is spelt out. I can tell, I can tell you now because the event's finishing, Aslan is on the move, and then we come back to the hall, um, tea and coffee and mulled wine, and everyone gets a little uh, postcard explaining how uh, Aslan is like Jesus. So uh, Aslan is the one who kind of melts winter away and Jesus is the one who puts the will put the world right. Um, we wanted to share that with our community in a kind of friendly way. Um, and here everything's really buzzing and it, it, it's worked. It's done exactly what you wanted it to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean we've been, yeah, prayed about this as well. And um, yeah, it's nice to see friends and family here and uh, it's kind of an easy invite we everyone's going to get a bag with some chocolates uh, a little um, Aslan tract and invite back to the carol services so we're praying that folks will come back to the carol services in the coming weekends uh, yeah. and are you a C.S. Lewis fan of it? you read the books in the past uh, yeah 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 so I just read it with my eldest son uh, this last year so it's kind of brought it all, all back to me in many ways that's been quite it was quite some of a treat taking your kids through it uh, we had a, a wardrobe, we took the back of the wardrobe out so the kids started their journey going through the wardrobe. So uh, we kind of hope there's little things that they grow up, they'll remember those kind of little moments. Tom was speaking there to Premier Christian Radio's regional producer, Ian Britton, about the inspiration for the Narnia Trail coming from Nay Dawson. Nay works with students for IFES Europe and her main role is raising up female evangelists across Europe. I thought it was only right to speak to Nay about how it all started. So I, I want to talk to you specifically about some of the stuff that you've been doing around Narnia activity trails. But but it, what you didn't start with Narnia, did you? What you know, where did this idea of sort of reaching out into your community come from? Yeah, so it started at the start of lockdown. I remember being really frustrated, thinking I'm a complete extrovert, and I was frustrated being locked inside, thinking how can we be salt and light into our community if we don't see anyone, and it was then really that I was praying and I felt God say to me, Nay, where do you think you shouldn't be? And the next thing in the calendar was Halloween. And as a Christian, I've never celebrated Halloween, um, but I decided to go for it. And um, really, it started there. I invited some friends around that aren't Christians and we talked about how we could build community in a time of crisis. And we decided to go for um, a big Halloween trail so everyone decorated their houses have a little map that you could follow but unfortunately they they didn't want to organize it so me as a Christian having never celebrated Halloween ended up running an entire trail for our neighborhood so it started there really and I wanted to do Halloween because I knew Christmas was coming around the corner and I feel like Halloween can set you up well to then point to Jesus at Christmas time so following that we did many more trails of different kinds. Nay, one of the trials you've done is a Narnia trail. What was it about Narnia that sort of inspired you to want to replicate your your trails in, in a Narnia world? 
Yeah, so the year previously we had done a nativity trail and just felt that if we repeated the same thing every year, it might just lose a bit of interest and momentum. And we wanted to basically raise curiosity about Jesus, about the Christmas message in a way that people would really understand with very little background knowledge of Christianity. And so felt doing that through the form of story would be excellent. And Narnia in many ways is the obvious story to choose um, because it just so helpfully leaves people wanting more of God through story form. And um, so that's where the idea came from. We were thinking we'd rotate maybe every three or four years, do an activity, and in between that do different things that help people think in a kind of indirect way, but um, maybe is a, a way that you can get in to people's emotions and their kind of hopes and their desires um, without them closing off to the gospel. And there's something kind of inherently Christmassy, I think, about Narnia, isn't it? I don't, I don't know what it is, um, but was that part of your sort of thinking behind doing Narnia? Yeah, that's a good point, actually, um, because people have done the same trail at Easter time, which I thought was a bit odd. I guess in my head, there is so much that's kind of um, festive about Christmas, about Narnia. Um, I mean, I guess a key point in the story for me is when um, they talk about it being always winter and never spring and how the return of Aslan meant that Father Christmas appeared and that signalled that Christmas was coming, spring was coming, yeah. winter was once and for all over, yes. Um, and so in my head, a key kind of part of the story is Father Christmas coming onto the scene showing that the seasons are changing and so it did just fit very nicely and the you know people really went to town and decorated their gardens and their garages and their windows and it it felt very Christmassy so it, it to me it fitted really well there but I guess you could do it other times of the year yeah I, the Easter's a really good point I don't know why I thought of it as Christmas Nay, have you engaged with C.S. Lewis outside of the Narnia Chronicles? I mean, what was kind of your first interaction with C.S. Lewis and, and what does he mean to you? That's a great question. So I guess I I read his books as a child. Um, I loved his books. We read them to our children. But I think mostly I just love the idea that people could think more about the Christian message through the story form. So we had a Chinese student live with us once and she became a Christian. And after she became Christian, she saw the Narnia stories on our bookshelf. And she said, oh, I, I saw that as a film in China as a student. She said, it's the only film I ever cried at. Um, and we said, do you know that C.S. Lewis is a Christian? And he, uh, he wrote these and he wanted people to know more of God through the story. She'd never made that connection before, but she knew that that story had touched her in a way that no other story had ever wow. touched her. And it was only um, 15 years later when she became a Christian in the UK that she she made that connection. And so for me, I think C.S. Lewis is just so inspiring, really, because of um, the way he writes and the way he opens up people to God through his writing. I've got a feeling I might know the answer to this question, but would you say that C.S. Lewis is still relevant today then? Yeah, definitely. And I guess um, it, maybe the stories are different that we tell and the way we engage with our friends are different. So I'm not saying we should all go and put on Narnia trails, but we should learn from him that 
stories are a great way to follow our friends' desires and and point them to how Jesus is is the ultimate answer in those stories and, and all stories ultimately point to him. That was Nay Dawson who inspired the Narnia Trail in Gateshead and Premier Christian Radio's regional producer Ian Britton spoke to Rebecca who attended the event. Okay, so my name's Rebecca Scott. Um, I'm a member of Hope Community Church, but I also attend here with my family, to my husband and four children. And as a church, we've done an outreach into the community, doing a Narnia trail based on the C.S. Lewis book, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Um, So people within the community that are part of the church have put uh, little clues in their windows, Um, And then as groups, we've gone round with a map, um, trying to find the clues and decipher the code for today's, which is Aslan is on the move, um, which is one of the slogans from the Narnia Trail. Yeah. And we even have a wardrobe that you can go through. We do, yes. We have an actual wardrobe with the back removed, which was really great fun. Um, I think everyone enjoyed pushing past the fur coats and entering sort of the first stage of the journey out on the streets, looking around the houses. So, yeah, really well done by everyone. So is C.S. Lewis part of your childhood? Is it part of your presence? Yeah, definitely. My mum used to read the stories to us when we were quite young so I've been brought up on C.S. Lewis and I've read some of his uh, later stuff as well but my husband especially has really enjoyed reading the uh, five books I think it is to our children as they've grown up and then as they've got a bit older we've encouraged them to read them for themselves Um, and they absolutely love them and it's been great to see the films come out as well because I think it's a really faithful depiction of um, what C.S. Lewis wrote in his books Um, and I just think it's lovely to have a real strong Christian ethos film available for families to to watch um, and, and to share so yeah really good. Ian Britton there at Lowfell in Gateshead. I will leave the final words of this episode to Nay Dawson, who initially had the idea for a festive Narnia trail. And as we're sort of approaching a new year, do you think there's kind of any advice that Lewis or any of the characters within the Narnia stories would give to those sort of wanting to embark on the Christian journey? I guess either they've been Christians for years and want to kind of continue on on the journey or perhaps someone who's sort of thinking about this for the first time. Yeah, I guess there's, there's loads of things he'd say. Um, in um, I run a network for women and we read books every term together and we're reading a book called Reality and Other Stories. And this is all about how stories ultimately um, find their home in Jesus. All stories point to, to Jesus eventually. And um, this morning I was just thinking about um, the quote from C.S. Lewis, um, we read so that we know we're not alone. And I think um, that really points to um, what what stories can do for us and how they leave us wanting more. They leave us with these huge desires and these huge gaps in life. 
And that's what I think C.S. Lewis does. And so friends of mine, after the trail, we went to the park and friends said, Nay, I've been thinking about um, Aslan. Do you think Aslan is um, meant to be a bit like the character of God? And if so, I'd like a bit more of him in my life. Wow. Um, and it led to this amazing conversation where she wasn't closed off because um, she thought no was going on at her about religion or Christianity. Um, but she actually emotionally wanted what was being offered. And it was into that I could then talk. So, yeah, I think C.S. Lewis is highly relevant and his, um, you know, the way he operated, lived in believing in stories is highly relevant for today. Wow. Nay, if people are thinking this sounds like a great idea, I want to replicate this in my own environment. I want to run a a trail, whether it's Nativity, Easter, whatever that looks like. Where's the best place to go? Like, What's what's your website? Because you've got lots of really helpful stuff on there, haven't you? Yeah, so over the last few few years, we've done about um, 75 events through our community. All of them are run with uh, my non-Christian friends and myself and any Christians that want to get involved. And I've basically collected all the stories on my blog, which is called nadawson.com. And um, as much as possible, I've made stuff transferable for you to use, um, to borrow, steal and make your own. So hope it's helpful. Amazing. Nay, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the C.S. Lewis podcast with me, Ruth Jackson a belated Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Before we go, just a quick reminder about our brand new online apologetics course, Science, Faith and the Evidence for God with John Lennox. It includes nearly four hours of video material with John Lennox, Emeritus Professor of Mathematics and Philosophy of Science at Oxford University. The course is led by Justin Briley of Premier Unbelievable and it includes questions and assignments to help ground your learning. To celebrate the launch of this course, we're extending a 30% discount until the new year. The offer ends on Wednesday the 4th of January, so enrol now at premierunbelievable.com slash Lennox and learn how to make sense of science, faith and the evidence for God. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Merry Christmas.